The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Hi, Chris. Hi, Sarah. How are you? How's your week? Been really good. I've been at home, so it feels really nice to be at home for once. It's Halloween. Like, what are you guys doing for that? Oh, gosh. Halloween is a whole moment for us okay. because our I think I told you last year, the neighborhood that we live in is known for Halloween town. Like, they are Halloween town. So we're not Halloween people, but ever since we moved here, which was post-separation, we've just go like my dad included, we just go all out. So oh yeah, you said that your dad was helping decorate last yeah, year. <laughs> yeah. So I cute. mean, he's basically making like a haunted house out of our house. So Is he really? Yeah, he's really into it. Do the girls have costumes? What are they thinking? I don't know yet. They have a few, but yeah. Colette obviously is into her princesses. So she wants something like that. Chloe wants to be Blackpink. <laughs> so yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. How about you? I know you you guys aren't that big into Halloween. Yeah, we're not like a huge Halloween family, but you know, they have the event at school. So my daughter was between Harry Potter. She's obsessed with the books and the movie. So she wanted to be, um, oh God, the red hair girl, the sister. I can't remember. Not the main girl. Do we know the Hermione? name? Not Jeannie. Thank you, Nick. Oh, okay. So not the main girl, not Emma Watson's character, but the other one, the red hair girl. So she initially wanted to do that. I drove up to PV to pick up a costume from a friend and then she changed her mind. Of course. Of course. As they like, would. Course. I was like, okay, so then what else would you like me to do? Um, and then she decided that there she's gonna be minions with, wow. with like <laughs> yeah, with her friends, like her sporty friends. So that will be that'll be fun. And then my son, he's reading uh, Ranger's Apprentice. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna be pretty much a ranger. It kind of looks like a Robin Hood Game of Thrones kind of thing. Nice. Yeah, I'm really excited for him because he's usually not into Halloween. Like he never really has an opinion. But this year he had an opinion, which is he really knew fun. Yeah. From his books. Yeah. Love that. I will dress up as tired mom <laughs> and and have fun. Yeah, moms do not need to dress up on Halloween. No, and my husband too. My husband has worn the ex- the same priest gown priest. every year. <laughs> yeah. It has like the white little collar. It's oh so my easy God. and that's it. That's yeah. like his contribution. That's it. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, today we're going to be talking about mom's. I guess mom guilt in a way, but specifically mm-hmm. for moms that travel and are away from their kids for yeah. long periods of time or even short periods of time. Yeah. I mean, I was just having a conversation with a friend and she said that she was gone the entire week to New York City because she is building a business and all that and how she is so guilt ridden that she had to be away. And her kids are actually older. They're not in middle. They're not like little, little kids anymore. Yeah. They're in fifth and seventh grade. So I was like, you're gone for a week and your kids are fine. But I was curious as to how, I don't know how you do that since you do travel and if you have any tips for moms, maybe like three things that you do to stay connected with the kids while you're away. I mean, all I'd say is that no matter what age, Mm. maybe until they leave, 
the house, you will always feel guilty. Okay. I yeah. think you just cannot avoid that. I think that's just us as women, as mothers, it's in our DNA to feel that way, unfortunately. And I think it has a lot to do with how we were raised as women of just being able to be responsible for the household and, you know, being a mother first and the idea of like being away from your kids, even if it's just for a week or a few days, you feel like you're not putting your family or your kids first. And so all of a sudden you feel so guilty, right? But for myself, I pretty much have been traveling ever since I had the kids, even before I had the kids. It's a big part of my job and what I do. So when I signed up to have the kids, it wasn't like I'm going to stop traveling. It was more of like, okay, they're going to either adapt to my travel schedule or I'm going to bring them with me, right? Mm -hmm. And the first few years, I did bring them with me because they were really young. I was breastfeeding. So I would travel with them and I would bring them to Paris, Milan, like everywhere you could think of. Can Uh, I be your kid? Oh my God, it was not ideal. I I was like, after that experience, I was like, I'm not going to bring you guys anymore. I I get that too. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those situations. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like you feel like you would feel better about yourself if you brought your kid. And then you realize how tired you are. And you're like, okay, I should probably shouldn't have done that. And they're so little, like it's hard for them to make those adjustments too. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So my number one thing is that you just have to accept it. It's not going to ever feel pleasant to leave your child. It's never, ever going to be like, oh my God, I'm so excited to be away from you. I mean, maybe, yes, to get some alone time, but you're never going to feel 100% great about it, right? And I think that's the first step. And just understanding and accepting that, I think once you realize that is what you signed up for, then it's okay to feel that way. Mm, And you kind of you know, when you have those moments of like, oh, I feel so crappy. I feel like I should be with my kids. Then you're like, oh, no, 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 this this is normal. Like, I remember that this is how I'm supposed to feel. And so that's my number one thing. Yeah. And for me, I'm gone for long periods of time. And you were gone for a month this past month. So, well, for me, because I'm in fashion and fashion month happens two times a year, actually four times a year if I because I do couture week. So there's ready to wear, which is a whole month. Couture week is about a week, a week long. And so I'm gone at least minimum for long periods of time, four times a year. And then I have all the little random travels in between, right? Like, for instance, I just got back from from London not too long ago. I was gone for a few weeks. Yeah, so... Like there's a lot of random travels in between too. So, you know, I think the next tip I have, the first one was just like really understanding and accepting that it's going to feel crappy. Like it's not going to feel great and being okay with that. So just the acceptance part. The next is really about having this conversation and dialogue with your kids, right? Of course, if they're newborns and infants, they probably won't know otherwise. But Chloe is at an age where she understands. And because I do co-parent, every single week that I'm away is one less week, right? We always try to figure out how we can make up for it. So if I'm gone for a month, I try to have the girls for a month afterwards. But that really happens because in between, I have to go somewhere again, right? But I have this conversation with Chloe and... I validate how she feels because I know she doesn't like it when I travel so much, but I also hear her. So I'm always like, Chloe, 
how do you feel? Mm-hmm. And she's always like, good. Her, her thing is always good. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, but do you miss mommy when I'm gone? She's like, yeah. She's like, am I with you next week for two weeks since I was with dad for two weeks while you're gone? And I, and usually it's like, no, you're only here with me for a week because mommy has to travel again for the following week. And she's like, okay, fine. And that's always really hard. But I always explain to her why. I always explain to her. And that's one thing my parents never did. My dad was gone all the time for mm-hmm. work, all the time. But I just thought that that's what he did. But he never explained to me why, yeah. right? And so I do take the time to explain to her, like, mommy is the breadwinner of this household. Yeah. Mommy has a lot of responsibilities. Mommy has to make sure that you guys are able to have the best education you guys can ride your horses. You guys can have this life and do the things that you all, all want to do. And the only way we can do that is if mommy continues to work. Yeah. And it almost becomes, not that it's an excuse, but it also allows her to realize that working is an essential part of living, right? I know everyone's situation is different. I know that your conversation might be different because you're a full-time mom. But for me, it's really important for them to know that I have to work in order for us to survive. Like we literally cannot survive if I don't work. We will be on the streets. (laughs) And I think that's good education for her at a young age, right? Of course, it is a little scary. But at the same time, I'm hoping that it empowers her later to be like, mommy was working so hard so I could do these things, you know, go have the horses and play with my friends. And hopefully, even though she misses me, she understands that I was able to provide this life for her because I had to work. And I think a lot of studies show that, and I don't know exactly what the the studies are, but I, I hear it all the time of kids that come from working moms or working parents, they are no less, they don't feel less loved by them. They don't, they are not less adequate because their parents weren't around. They're actually pretty equal to kids that have full-time stay-at-home moms or dads or what that looks like. And so I think if you look at the stats overall, it allows you to be like, okay, like they're going to turn out okay. Give you some comfort. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree because my mom also was the breadwinner and she worked the past 20 years and I don't, there's nothing like she was still like to me the most perfect mom ever. Yeah. Yeah. And so that also proves to you that us as parents were so much harder on ourselves if we're not around because the kids... Yes, of course, they miss you. And that's totally normal. But it just shows you that in the end, it they don't think less of you. They actually, you probably had to figure it out a little bit more on your own because your mom wasn't around as much, right? You and your sister, right? Yeah. I mean, there were moments, you know, that her not being around or my dad being around because they both worked a lot. I mean, there were things that if I look back, I definitely needed a guardian around Mm. certain moments, to be honest. There were things that they, because they worked so much that I was left a little bit vulnerable. So I do think about those moments and it is part of why I've chosen to stay home, but doesn't mean that the relationship is like, I understand why they had to work. And so, and I think that's what you're doing with your children. You're really establishing that for them. And I think the difference, and this is just my perspective, you tell me, but the difference is that you actually have 
a community that can support you yes. and to raise your kids that you know 100% that they are good yeah. caretakers. I didn't have that all the time. Mm. And so I was left a little bit vulnerable. So that's also why I make the choices I make. So I think, you know, you have to be thoughtful though when you're yeah. not around. Like who is going to sort of be the caretaker while I'm not there? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I really, really think deeply about the moms that don't have that support system especially as I was going through my divorce I was I kept thinking of how lucky I was because I had such a strong support system on my end with my parents but also on his end because he had his parents around as well Mm -hmm. right and so I know that that's not the situation for a lot of people and it makes things and the decision to leave a lot harder, whether it's divorce or to work or whatever it is, to leave your children a lot like it's a lot harder to do so when you don't have that solid support system. So I do want to just kind of put it out there is I have an amazing support system. Mm-hmm. I'm very lucky where my parents do live with me. So even little things, if I have to stay an hour later at work and I can't make it in time, they could help me with the pickups and the drop-offs and all of that. I try to do as much as I can because I'm not around all the time, but I do have that backup. And a lot of people don't have that backup. And so I understand it is a a lot harder in that sense. But I think just finding your community, I think finding your tribe, it doesn't even have to be family, right? And I think you've been really good about this, even though you are a full-time mom and you're at home most of the time you just have such a solid community like I guarantee you if you had to leave and your husband wasn't around because he I don't know he was traveling for work and let's say that you had a gig for like I don't know a few days or even a week because you have such a strong community I guarantee you not that it would be easy but you could figure it out yeah with like the pickups and the drop-offs and your friends like helping you out and your your little yeah, village, village. Yeah, right? it's oh, abs- yeah, absolutely true. And so I think that is the third thing I would say mm-hmm. is it doesn't make it any easier. You don't feel less guilty, but at least you you have backup. At least you know that if something happens, yeah. there's somebody or something that could actually support you yeah. while you're gone. Chris, how are you guys spending the holidays this season? Doing absolutely nothing. Mm, <laughs> sign me up. Well, not nothing, but we're doing meaningful things. This season, I really want to focus on creating moments together instead of just being busy all the time for no reason. And one of the ways that we're doing that is by tackling meaningful projects, aka KiwiCo. You guys all know how much we love KiwiCo here. I mean, KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering moments of awesome from robots to rocket ships. All the projects are designed to spark fun and excitement for kids of all ages. KiwiCo delivers super cool science, technology, and projects for kids from nine different subscription lines for different ages and categories. There's something literally for every kid. The coolest thing about KiwiCo is that they deliver it to your home. So the kids get so excited to see their boxes arrive in the mail. The day the box arrives is one of the favorite days of the month. And they don't necessarily do the box right away, but they know that it's in there. And when they have some free time, they they go and do their mm-hmm. KiwiCo project. One of my kids' favorite boxes has been the robot domino box. So they build this incredible robot that spits out dominoes and forms them in a line. Wow. And then you could tip it over and just see all the little, like, the little blades come down. That sounds so satisfying. It's pretty fun. It is. 
I love it. It just, honestly, it's a fantastic thing to be subscribed to. Every month, you get a box that comes to your house and you can just have an activity, activity ready to go. So this holiday season, give awesome with KiwiCo. Get your first month free on any crate line at kiwico.com slash bumo. Again, that's kiwico.com slash bumo. I kind of have a really, really good gift for the season, for the holiday season. Ooh, what is okay. that? I want to so know. So it was actually gifted to me for my birthday. It is Way hair products and it is like their shampoo and conditioner. Oh my God, I love Way. Do you really? Love, 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 love. It's so good. So hydrating. It feels so soft. I, I love their products and it's just a really good gift. To be honest, I'm kind of like go to Costco, buy the big tub of, of shampoo and call it a day. But after <laughs> way, after my friend gave me their shampoo and conditioner, this is it. And I will continue to gift it and I will gift it for this holiday season. I'm proud of you. You, you upped your hair game. <laughs> yeah, you did. I actually have a really big obsession with one of their products, which is their leave-in conditioner. It is absolutely amazing. It leaves my hair so soft now that I have long hair. Um, it just keeps my hair so soft and silky, leaves the tangles out. I literally cannot live without this product. I use it every day after the shower. That's like the first thing that I do when I jump out of the shower. I spritz it on, I let it air dry, and it just keeps my hair so healthy and soft. And yeah, it, I would honestly be so happy if I got this product gifted to me during the holiday as well. Okay, good to know because it might be at your doorstep. <laughs> I can't get enough. There's also the three-way kit because let's face it, three ways are better than one. And this kit features their best-selling travel size detox shampoo, the one I was talking about, the living conditioner that you were talking about, and their wave spray to treat, hydrate, and style your hair. It's amazing. So discover all of the ways to share joy this holiday season. Go to theway.com and use our code BUMO to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, code BUMO. Hey, beautiful people. My name is Elisa Reynolds, and I'm the executive chef and founder of My Two Cents LA and host of My Last Meal, a new podcast that asks people from all walks of life, whether it's musicians, celebrities, artists, chefs, scientists, Renaissance men and women, what their last meal on earth would be and why. So don't forget to tune in on Fridays. You can find us anywhere you can listen to podcasts. So why not? Let me tell you about the last meal. Yeah, I actually absolutely believe that we are all helping raise each other's kids. Absolutely. Not yeah. just with the physical support. If like you say, like you can't get to a pickup or you or like last year I had to spend a week in the hospital. And so like and that was kind of an emergency, like who came in to like, you know, take those roles yeah. that definitely exists. So I agree that we are raising each other's children. Yeah. Because if like that's not what we're doing and that if that's not how we're making these connections and investing in each other and depositing into each other's lives and each other's children, then I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Like that that is what we're doing. That is the actual work yeah. is to help raise each other's kids. Yeah. And, and I never own. truly understood that until I went through my divorce because I always felt like parenting was kind of like this like solo island for me like mm. I lived on this own island because of just like my situation when I was married and what I was going through I just felt like 
very insular with everything. Like I, I felt like I had to do and figure it out all on my own. I didn't really want to share with people. I didn't want to put the burden on other people. Mm. But after I went through or during my divorce, I realized that so many people came out to support me during that time and my kids. Like just the amount of people being like, I'll come over to watch the girls or like I'll bring my kids to the girl. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to start crying. But yeah. it was those moments where I was like, wow, the village is so important, yeah. right? Yeah. And just being able to help raise each other's kids and be there for one another. And it's a privilege to do so. Yeah, It's like the great, it's, it's just, if you really understand what you're doing and you take a moment to really understand what it means to invest in other people's children and love other people's children, mm-hmm. it's really a privilege. Yeah. Because they're going to grow up and when they look back at their lives, they're going to be like, oh, well, Mrs. Lim was there and she would like bring us the best snacks from all over the world or whatever, right? Or like she would teach us silly TikTok dances or like whatever it is that you're contributing into their lives. Like they will remember those things. It's like a true investment in their lives. It's And I'm sure like you have that too with your kids and families are loving on your children and helping them develop. And we're supposed to have that. You're not supposed to raise your kids just on your own, you know, and you're not supposed to just do the whole thing alone because it's not I mean a lot of women do it but like you said we feel for those women because it's it's a long lonely road to do it that way yeah and you know it and let's say that you don't have that Mm. then start that you know because I remember when I moved to my the neighborhood that I live in now I've never been a neighborhood girl like I never made friends with my neighbors I lived Mm. in a kind of isolated location before and like we just weren't friends with our neighbors and plus they're a lot older but this neighborhood that we moved into, the the minute that we got there, they all came, like all five neighbors came over with like this fruit basket and <laughs> just like cookies and toys for the girls. And it said like, welcome home. Oh. And then, and from there, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, this this feels different. And even now we have this kind of rotation where the girls go to their house or the their our neighbor, the neighbor girls come over to our house and we're always kind of like watching each other because they're all we're all working moms actually. Yeah. And so we kind of pick up the slack when like someone needs more support yeah. and we'll house the kids for a little bit for a few hours so one mm-hmm. mom can like finish the work just little things like that, yeah. right? And so when I say if you don't have that be the outreach because if you're the outreach then then they'll want to do it back as right. well, right? Because I wasn't the person who was reaching out to people before, but they reached out to me and that allowed me to be like, oh, I want to help their kids yeah. too, yeah. right? So it's oh. like this whole kind of circular experience, I guess. Oh. So yeah, I think it's really important to have that support while you travel. Again, it's not going to make it and you're not going to feel less guilty about it, but at least you know that you have the backup and you can leave with a little bit more ease, I think. When you're gone, and I know sometimes you travel Asia and Europe and there's like time differences and all of that, but are there things that you do to try to connect with the kids yeah. here and there? Like, what are some of those things? I mean, we're lucky in a sense where we do have FaceTime, but it's hard, especially because I'm in Europe so much and the time difference is so, so significant. So... And keep in mind that they don't have smartphones. So the only time I can talk to the girls is when their dad is at home and their dad doesn't get home from work until 6 p.m. And so 6 p.m. in Paris or on that side of the world is 3 a.m. or somewhere around that time. So usually I don't really get to talk to them until the weekends. Okay. Because on the weekends, that's when 
their dad is with them all day long, so I could FaceTime them at any time. So it does get hard. Like I, I, I do sometimes wish that the girls had their own phone for that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I could send them a little text and be like, miss you so much, thinking of you. Just so they know that like mommy is, because sometimes I, I do question like, do they think that I just like left them and not think about them at no, all? No, they don't think I know, that. but I, I do question that, you yeah, know? Yeah. So it would just be nice to be able to send them a little text or like mm-hmm. a cute emoji so they know that I'm thinking of them. And so that's why in the last episode I was talking about, okay, like, yeah. do we look into the Apple Watches or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Just so I could stay connected with them. But yeah, FaceTiming is very, very important, but it's still hard with the time difference. My friend was telling me how, because she also travels a lot for work, how she, and this is a lot of work, a lot of extra work, but I thought it was really thoughtful of her how she leaves for every day that she's gone. She does try to leave like a little something that the kids can open that day, Mm. which I thought was really sweet. And the reason why I remember that is because my kid is now traveling a little bit more for sporty things. Mm -hmm. And actually he was gone this past weekend for two days. Well, yeah, three days. And so I was, I didn't do it, but I was thinking like, oh, it would have been so nice if I had just spent a little time and wrote him like quick little letters that he could open every day. Yeah. So that's why I was asking you too, if you had like little things like that, just to remind them that you are present or whatever. Yeah, I used to do that when I was married because I had a little bit more control over like, you know, dad, make sure to give them this on this day. And I, I mean, I went kind of all out because I felt so guilty. I would buy them like little toys every day and they would open it up. It was more during like the holiday season when I was gone. But because I'm co-parenting, I I don't really do that anymore. I I don't want to put extra work or burden on him. I mean, the fact that he has to watch the kids like for an entire month straight on his, I mean, he has help. He has his parents as well. You know, I understand that it's a lot. And so even though I would like to, I haven't, I haven't been able to do that, but it is nice for them to know that mom or dad is thinking of them a little bit every single day so whether it's like a little note you could give them or I don't know like a little text or emoji that you could send them I think that makes a big big difference I think so too and that's and that's one of the benefits of the digital is that you can connect with people across the world yeah and you know I, I would say if I know there's a lot of young moms on here that also travel I think the guilt is higher than the actual kid missing you at that age. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Because I was also going to say, if like you text them every day, I wonder if they're almost more aware that you're gone. I mean, I don't know, but sometimes maybe if you don't really text them for like three or four days and then you just see like have like a nice chat on the weekend, like that's enough. Well, what I realized is that, and this also made me realize this past month that I was gone for fashion month because I've never been gone for an entire month before. This is the first time their dad texted me and was like, hey, the kids want to FaceTime. They really miss you. That's when I realized, oh, they really miss me because kids are very present. So what they see in front of them is what they focus on. They're never like, I mean, maybe here and there, but they don't really think about the future. They don't yeah. really think about the past so much. Yeah. They, they just focus on what's in front of them. So the whole thing of like out of sight, out of mind, that mm-hmm. is really true for kids mm-hmm. because they only focus on what they see. So for their dad to be like, they really miss you yeah. meant that they really, really missed me because that meant that they were thinking about me, whether it was in the past or like in the future when I'm going to come home. So you are right when it comes to, you know, kids, maybe talking to them every single day could be a little bit of a distraction because 
they will realize that you're gone versus mm-hmm. like what's in front of them, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and I, and I think that applies to all parents in general because sometimes even if you're, you know, like a parent who's home all day, it's just there's certain things that the kids are aware of and then they're not aware of. Yeah. And like even as a parent that I'm home all the time, like I I, I need to be conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. I have to say that it does get a little bit more challenging as the kids are older, as they're in grade school, not just because of the emotional element, but also with homework, with kind of projects and all the extracurricular stuff that they have going on. Mm-hmm. Of course, their dad is on top of it. But at the same time, I feel a little bit out of the loop, the loop and the circuit of that. Mm-hmm. And when you're not there to physically kind of make sure everything is getting done, it becomes kind of out of your control. And you just have to hand the responsibility to whoever is taking care of them to hope that in hopes that they will get it done, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And so I think that's been more of the challenge for me, especially with Chloe as she is in second grade now and she has a ton of homework and a ton of projects, bigger projects now. And of course, it's not the end of the world. It's, if yeah. she doesn't get something done, it's yeah. just second grade. So right. it's not like we're talking about being in high school yeah. or middle school. But, you know, I, I do pride myself on being like really on top of that yeah. stuff. But if you are a traveling mom, you do have to kind of let go of that because of course you could control as much as you can. Let go or like, do you kind of outsource it? Like, do you You get a tutor? We we outsource it too. Like she has a tutor. Okay. I also have like my mom group chats just to make sure that like I'm not missing anything. But when I say let go, it's like you just have to trust the people that are there to make sure that it gets done. Yeah. Like there's no nothing else that I can yeah. do. Right? But it does have to get done. Like yeah. you are trying to implement, like kind of build those study skills for the kids. So yeah. somebody has to be implementing them or guiding them and encouraging them. Yeah. And yeah. I would also say it's really important to have a good relationship with the teacher. Like yeah. really good relationship. I mean, this yeah. is important for all parents, but especially if you're a traveling parent, mm-hmm. just being able to have like their phone number. Yeah their email to email them. at I mean, I literally emailed her teacher because she started second grade when I left for an entire month. So I told her teacher, I'm like, look, this is my situation. And this happens every school year, every <laughs> single year. And it's going to continue to happen yeah, because it's... school starts every September. Fashion month starts every September. So I have my rhythm down now. I have a little gift for the teachers they love to that. thank them. And then I let them know what my situation <laughs> is. I travel for an entire month. Yeah. I'm gone for all of September. Here's a gift. Can I have your phone number? <laughs> <laughs> and thank you very much. And thank you very much. No, yeah. And I don't obviously harass. I'm not emailing no, and calling yeah. them all the time. But I do check in at least once a week being yeah. like, hey, how did it go this week? Their dad hasn't said anything. It seems like things are going well, but want to make sure that, you know, everything looked fine with you as yeah. well. And, and it's so, just to have that open communication so that yeah. when something does come up. Yeah. yeah. And so that's been really key for me with Chloe being in grade school now to have that relationship with the teachers and even the staff because the staff mm-hmm. knows kind of my situation at this point. It's our second year there. And so they just know that like I'm gone for the month. And so how can they support Chloe in an extra way during those times, right? If she forgets something, if, I don't know, dad maybe forgot to pack lunch. Like they just know that whole drill, like what to yeah. do, right? Yeah. Uh, not that that happens, but if it does happen, there's always like backup. So yeah. yeah. You you have all your pieces in order. I mean, I, I think I do because this is like, I don't know, my 10th year of doing this. And 
in a sense, I guess it does get easier because it's kind of just like a routine at that point. But the guilt never goes away. Yeah. It, it's still the same guilt. You just learn how to manage it a yeah. bit better. But I love that you you have the guilt. You kind of are like realistic about it, like you said earlier. And then you explain the children the why. Yeah. And then you guys, and then the kids can understand. I think you're right. I think they'll get it. They're like, that's my the mom's working hard for a family. Important yeah. part. Because kids are just why people. Like, mm-hmm. why this? Yeah. Why that? Why Why is the sky blue? Why, yeah. why do I have yeah. to do homework? Why do I have to eat vegetables? Why? Why do you have to be gone so much? Why are, why are you not here? So I think if you take the time to explain it, then they'll be able to, they're, they're smart. They'll be able to put the pieces together, yeah. right? And they are still, even though you're away, they are surrounded by good caretakers and they're safe and they're just doing their thing. Yeah. Yeah. So as you guys know, I've been gone for quite some time for Fashion Month. And the one thing that really helped me get through was Perfect Bar. It's just so crazy busy during the week for me during these fashion shows. I'm just running around. There's barely any time to eat until like breakfast and dinner. So Perfect Bar really kind of helps me keep going, keeps me healthy, gives me energy. And what I love about them is that they have a lineup of fresh from the fridge protein snacks that actually taste good and are good for you. That's why here at Bumo, we are excited to partner with Perfect Bar and share one of our favorite go-to refrigerated snacks with you. If you're looking for something nutritious and delicious, well, look no further than Perfect Bar. Their lineup of fresh from the fridge protein bars, Perfect Bar is exactly what you and your family and your kids need. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try the refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of the one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. That is pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash bumo to get a free perfect bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash bumo to get a free perfect bar today. Happy snacking. And also someone else told me this. This was also while I was going through my divorce. Even though it's not me giving them the physical love while I'm gone, they're getting more love from more parties, right? And for kids, that's all that matters, right? Yeah. And so, of course, mother's love is hands down the best. (laughs) But if they're receiving love from both sides of grandparents and the neighbors and the teachers and their dad and like so many people, it's it's very healthy healthy for them, them, right? And so it's not like they have this void, maybe a little bit if you're gone for a month and they start missing you. But for the most part, they they feel taken care of and they feel safe. I think that's an important thing too. Kids want to feel safe. If you're gone and they don't feel safe, I think that's a problem. Yeah. So I think making sure to tell, and they're also timeline driven, I think. In so, what way? What do you mean? Like Chloe's always like, so I, you were gone for a month and I was at dad's for a month. Mm-hmm. So does that mean I'm with you next for a month? Okay. Like they're very, <laughs> so cute. at that age, I think they, not that they truly understand time on like a, like a intellectual Yeah, like a calendar way. way yeah. But I think they just want to know that you're going to come back. Yeah. You're going to make up the lost time and you're going to play with them and you're going to pick things back up where they left off. They just want to have that security knowing that. So for me, timeline is very important. Oh, also another thing, calendars. Mm -hmm. Calendars are really good for them because Chloe at her age, she understands days. So she'll be like, so how many 
sleeps and how many days are you gone? And then so she has her calendar and she'll have like a little star or whatever, like when mommy's coming back. So it's kind of like a countdown, it's like yeah. a countdown to Christmas or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They have something to look forward to and also provides them the sense of safety knowing that you're going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another big thing that that I do. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. Oh, those girls are so blessed and so lucky to really be just have a mom who is working so hard, but also so thoughtful about when you're gone, what does that look like? Yeah. Like who is taking care of them? Who is doing the things that needs need to happen? Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, we're all just trying our best. Yeah. You know? Truly. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I think that we're all in it together. I, and just to end it with this, being surrounded by other traveling moms or not surrounded, but being connected to them checking in on each other because it, it makes you feel less alone. Mm. Same thing with like being a full-time mom. I'm sure that there's loneliness there and yeah. there's, you know, guilt there in a sense of like, why am I not working? Or why I could be doing more. Da, da, da. Yeah. But almost like having those open conversations with people in a similar situation makes you feel normal. Yeah. Right. And so same thing true. with traveling or working moms, having those conversations, staying connected with people in similar situations. So you feel less guilty, to be mm. honest. It's for your mental health. Like during fashion month, there's like at least like 10 of us, 10 fashion moms that were all gone for a month, right? Most of them are, they all feel, we all feel like shit, but at least we feel. I feel like some of the moms bring their kiddos. The, the they young, do. young mom. Yeah, the little one. Yeah. It's so um, sweet. Like Ami, Ami Song, she brought hers. Who else? There's there's a few that brought their, their kids that just gave birth. But there's also moms like that have older kids like me that just can't bring their kids anymore because they're in school. Yeah. So we all try to like, you know, just support each support other, each other yeah. get dinner once in a while. Yeah. And that's really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. But that's it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. It's great that you're building a family structure that works for you and a family structure that works for you while still giving the kids what they need. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for listening in on this episode. If you guys have And any- I'm so glad you're back. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so happy you're back. I'll be back for a while. I know. Until February. February is when I'm gone for a month again. Yeah. But I'm happy to be back. I plan on staying back. I'm sure my kids are just as excited as you are. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening in. Leave us a comment, DM, send us, I don't know. No, not text. Maybe not text. Maybe not text. Let's put some Just boundaries. Leave it to the DMs. <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys for listening in. And we will see you next week. Bye. Right, bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram. And make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.